Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. This is George Gu coming to you live every on Thursday night and every Thursday night as we do here on our YouTube channel, Cantina Mekis podcast. On YouTube, of course, you can listen to this in previous editions of our podcast. Download them from the podcast center on iTunes as well as on Google Play. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Cantina Mekis underscore pod. And please, please give us a like on our Facebook page, and that'll help you keep up to date with what's going on in the world of soccer, particularly Mexican soccer. But uh, we're not uh, we're not closed minded. We open ourselves up a little bit to the, the rest of the world when it comes to soccer. Posted and all that as well. It sounds like someone is celebrating National Margarita Day. Uh, about a week late, but that's all right. That's what we do here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Thank to have you guys. I'm glad to have you guys. Here. Uh, have a another distinguished panel with us this evening, as you can hear. Someone is. Joel, uh, you must have had a, a a very very strong sip of the Michelada you were you, you were enjoying there. Like, I did, John. <laughs> sounds like no, it, I'm, I'm trying to get. What happened? Says it sounds like it was a little rough. Yeah, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get, uh, you know, situated here. Well, is everything all right? Are, are you comfortable now? Did you have you pulled out your 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 whip so that when you can start telling us about Chivas? <laughs> well, okay. I'm. You know, I'm, I'm watching the Santa Tecla Sounders game that's on right now. Is it uh, is it zero zero? Still, or, or has someone? Yes, sir. See, we're see, right? I hope they keep roughhousing each other. You it know. has been uh, quite chippy. The, yeah, the particular I, game. But both I've seen teams. Planchazos and everything going on. You know, I, I think you know that was obviously Santa Tecla's strategy is to get uh, Seattle out of their out of their comfort zone, and it's uh, you know they have a two-one lead. It's at halftime, zero-zero. If they can uh, hold Seattle goalless, then they will advance and play. And play, if I'm not mistaken, they would advance and play Chivas. It would be a, it would be the, the 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 champions clash, Chivas champion and Salvador El Salvador champion there in uh, in Guadalajara. Yeah, Chivas beat the mighty Cibao five zero, John. They did zero global, and they cut their first home win of the season. Granted, it wasn't the league win, but finally won at home. Uh, so that's pretty good. Leading up into the Clásico, it's good to go with a with a pretty good victory. And uh, you know, looking at these teams, Chivas should be favorites, regardless whoever goes up. You know, you have Santa Tecla looks very limited, and then you have a Sanders Sounders team that ya, ya me está llegando, ya me está llegando el drink, John. Then you have the Sounders team that it's. They, they still look like they're in preseason to me. I, well, I know that, that's, bro because, is that, that's because they are in preseason. You know, their league doesn't start till this weekend, so technically they are yeah. still in, in preseason. Yeah, the league hurts themselves in that in that sense. But, bueno, that's what they look for. Um, so, yeah, I think, and then what's interesting is, 
Um, so looking at how, because I, you know, I had predicted, despite despite my usual self-loathing, had predicted Chivas reaching the final. So it, uh, I have them as favorites over either either or, and then they would cross against uh, TJ. TJ, who Tijuana will be playing. Um, well, it would be the winner of the TJ Red Bulls. Uh, Didn't that game finish? I think that game ended already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the winner of the TJ uh, Red Bulls fixture would would, would yeah. face the winner of the Chivas Santa Tecla slash Seattle Red Bulls. Are gonna down. He's predicting well, a Red Bull disaster. Who's that? Was predicting the Red Bulls to go down, so TJ is going to beat Red Bulls and then face Chivas. Albert El Chiquis Campa joins us on the podcast. I was I was trying to get to you, Albert, but but Joel was 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 hogging hogging the mic. I was I was so yes. so, so, so we couldn't. Uh, it, it, <laughs> indeed. So so is that what happens? Do, do, so do we move when when Chivas wins from the Chivas Crisis Center? Does it does it then move to the? I'll I'll start using that the, the Chivas hype machine. Okay, I like it. I like it for from well, well, no, just just to because because we're 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 doing a, you know, we're trying to go by quick on some of the Chivas stuff here because we're not trying to go by quick. We got plenty of time. I know, but there's a lot of info today. Well, I know, which is, which is why we. I'm going to stop you right there. Oh, info. Oh, you know what? I'm, don't you're you're making me. <laughs> You are, uh, of course, I, I hate to do it, Joel, but no, what I was trying to do is, 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 is introduce <laughs> Albert El Chiquis Campa joins us from Kyle. Albert, how are you tonight? Hey, doing good. What's up, John? Joel, Dano is even here. Did, did Dan finally, Dan is amazing. Dan has like, 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 like the sixth sense. When, when, when we come on late, he just came on exactly on time. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. It, it is so amazing. I'm not late. No, we just it, it it literally just started the podcast <laughs> like 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 three minutes ago. So you have I was uh doing a little coaching, little league, a uh, little t-ball action. So yeah, how to go for my tardiness. Um, my my kid seems to be a bit of a natural. He's definitely one of the better ones. So really, so happy about that. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a little uh, athletic did, ability for did sure. He, uh, did he do the Babe Ruth and point to the point to the the left field wall and go? I, here it comes. No, he just has a, an extremely exaggerated uh, kick before he swings. Like the okay. so he really likes to wind up, you know, right? Big leg kick uh, to get that momentum because he's a he's a little one. He's tiny, yeah. yeah. But he 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 gets all like thirty pounds uh, yeah. into that swing. So his thirty pounds of torque. Yes. Yeah, he, he's driving the ball. So yeah, he gets um, cranked up. Well, well, and then uh, we we also have soccer on Sunday, so yeah, he he's uh, he, he's the Bojack. Is uh, is 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 are you are you now on a scale of 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 one to ten with one being possibly to ten being of course? Are 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 you think that you're seeing the makings of a of a of a future Doyer? Um, no. No, I I don't want to be that dad. No, I'm not, I'm not. I know that I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just playing, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You know. Um, I definitely think though that you know at this point he's definitely ahead of the curve. Well, that's great. Well, that's uh, I'm, I'm happy for him if he finds something that he really likes. That's always uh, the question that, is: Will you spend ten thousand dollars a year on gear and 
camps and training for them eventually. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah, no, I'll be willing. Just because, I mean, I want to, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to put them into School of Rock, which is like three hundred dollars a month. So, I mean, if I'm willing to do that, then the sports is going to have to be. Uh, I'm going to have to find a way. I'm going to have to get a, a, a second or third yob. What uh, What instrument do you think that 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 that, that he would play? Uh, well, he's got a drum set already, and he's got a guitar. So I'm thinking frontman. Uh, he likes he likes to pretend he's a singer. He likes to pretend to sing. Why doesn't he do like the Don Henley and 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 play the drums and and still be the lead singer? <sighs> Man, I I wish he would have. Is there any other drummer that sings? Because I freaking hate the Eagles, dude. So. Uh, <sighs> I, really no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to be Don Henley. You know, I used to, I used to not. I mean, not that I hated him, but I, I was like, ugh, the Eagles. But, but I have to admit, I, I found the early stuff, and, and it's just, it's, it's a thousand times. I mean, it's, it's so good. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be converted at this point, but you know, maybe I just need to listen to the early stuff, like yeah. you, like you did. Yeah, so, so what? Is, I'm guessing Hotel California is one of those songs that, you, that comes on the radio and you just in, instantly want to punch somebody. Cut. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Witchy woman, same thing. I like some of his solo stuff, yeah. though, man. End of the Innocence. That's some good. That's a good song. Now he uh, he he's a talented guy. He's from uh, somewhere in East Texas. I can't remember what 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 town, but uh, oh, he's a Tejano. Okay, oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, he's my apologies. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. But uh, no, it's it just and he was in his like. If you ever get, uh, you probably would never watch it. But the uh, Showtime a few years ago had a had a documentary called "The Story of the Eagles" and and, and his story and how you know he gets to L.A. and then who he ends up in his early days is actually quite fascinating. Just just to see the uh, the molding of you know you know someone who was obviously incredibly talented and just and just the steps he took to. I can sit through those. Yeah, documentaries. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Well, well, well Dan, we I'm glad, I'm glad you've hopped on. It's uh it's uh, it, it, I know you were you were sick last week, so we're we didn't get our our, our Santos filled, but we'll, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to that because you're you, you got a guy that's uh that is uh is, is is has made people start whispering some names that haven't been heard in Liga Mekis in quite a while. So that's uh yes yes that is uh that is that is that is quite the compliment for Mister Tavares. So we'll, we will uh, we will certainly get to that, but but. We, we we did promise Joel that we would clam up because he said he had some he had some some just some Chivas information as he always oh. does and 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 and, and, and for, for you folks that you, maybe you're listening for the first time and are, are are a Chivas fan and you're you're a fan but you're also kind of pragmatic uh, Joel Aceves is, is the guy that you need to listen to and the guy you need to follow on Twitter because he will. Uh, he will set people uh, not necessarily straight, but uh, he certainly has a very uh, unpolished and unbiased, yet realistic not not mean spirited, but realistic take on what uh, uh, let's just say his, his thermometer on what's going on in Chivas is, is is usually pretty spot on. His uh, I think I, I honestly believe Joel that you have you have a a goat mole that feeds you stuff is what I think. Sometimes, John. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm starting to figure out who it is. I'm starting to figure <laughs> out who it is because we have we have el profe Cambiarrayas, right? Yeah. And Cambiarrayas is 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 a Chivas fan, but he but he went he went to Pachuca. He's barely a Chivas fan at this point. And 
And as we, as we all know, the nickname for Pachuca are the are, are, are the Tusos, which 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 could be Mold. could be considered the mole. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 a. Uh, I just pay attention in, in the chismas de la barrera. So it could you know, be that I just, uh, I just keep an ear open. That uh, that is who the mole could be. No, I think you have somebody on the inside. I think I think that you have someone who's given you some 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 information. <laughs> Exactly what I think. <laughs> well, the, but, uh, the team is uh, Clásico. They're hosting America at the Akron this week. I think anything anything other than a win will pretty much put the final nail in Chivas' coffin. Well, they have to win. They have, they have no choice. They, they, yeah. If they want postseason, I mean, I mean, they have to. But this is going to be a situation that that comes to play for them every week now for the rest of the turn. I mean, that is that is that is a long period of excellence to sustain in in, in any league, much less much less a, a league as evenly balanced as as Liga Mekis, where 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 on any given game, I mean, I mean, unless 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 if you're just in an unbelievably super talented team that's just rolling people. Which we, we haven't seen in the league I make in a long time. No. There's no guarantee your team's gonna win. I mean that that that's just the you know, that is the, the beauty and also the uh the frustration of, of Liga Mekis, especially if you're a fan of teams, is it you don't know who's gonna show up or, or on, on either side, you know, you know, which team is gonna is going to uh is gonna play well. So so for Chivas to maintain that as Joel says, having to win this week. And then you know they're, they're, I mean for them the Ligia has already started. Yeah, and, and they haven't and they haven't won in league. They beat Sivao, but that's that's Concacaf. In league action, they have not won at home, and America has not lost. You know the, the immovable force versus a, a unstoppable object. Right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I, I I see. I like Piojo. I think he's very smart, and then he knows that all the pressure is on Chivas. So she, he should be able to kill them on the counter, you know. He could just go in there and and grab the point because America's just doing really good. Uh, well, it's funny you bring that up, Joel, because I think that that's <laughs> and, and maybe Chickas, you can agree or disagree, but that's kind of what Patino was trying to do last week, and 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 it failed miserably because they he could they, they could never get the ball back, they could never spring the counter, and <laughs> and, and, and seriously, and 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 Pumas, I mean, had like ten percent possession because of it, and they just they just had no. Uh, they 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 were they, they they never there was never any point in in the game between Chivas and Pumas where Pumas was in any kind of control was or, or was was or, or dictating the pace or anything about that game they were on their heels sure. the entire game and, and and Pumas yeah that that was you changed my mind we were talking about uh, last week and you were telling me how Pumas has struggled with Chivas even at home. And I, I, I changed. I remember I changed my my resultado because of that to the draw. Um, and Chivas should have won think, the game. But anyway, but, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes, but please. Well, I think we call agree. America has the more deep squad at this point. You know, I think that that Piojo has done a pretty good job with, with just using his players and and everything disposable to him. Um, but. So you have that. Uh, but you know, a difference maker could be the, uh, this Concacaf Champions League could be a difference maker because the Seval win 
even though the two zero oh. was everyone was on the two zero win. I think it gave them confidence. And America didn't play too well last night, even though they they advanced. Yeah, and they had like a squad. But uh, but America was uh, was was playing a, a much more of a reserve. I mean, Chivas was still yeah. well, so was Chivas for that matter too. But uh, that, that's true. But, but I think overall, like the the confidence is a little bit a little bit better for uh, than it was for Chivas. It's not as bad. as... And haven't they gotten a couple draws though, America in league play? Good. Recently, America, yeah, they they drew against uh, they drew, drew against, against Tijuana, zero, zero, and and Tijuana. Yes. Yeah, so they haven't they they haven't won per se in in uh, in, in in a while themselves. It's been it's been a couple, two two three weeks haven't won. So I think people are kind of like a little fixated yeah. in the fact that they're sitting on top still, and 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 the fact that they're undefeated, which is you know still really yeah. good, but but they're not exactly <laughs> uh, you know it's two draws against arguably. Uh, Lesser teams. Yeah, and then they wouldn't be Chivas talk without any drama. So there's still the whole drama about the team has been talking about hiring a GM. And Almeida had talked about he wanted a GM, but a GM that was going to be like his assistant. And uh, the one name, a couple names are being mentioned. First was Oswaldo Sanchez. Uh, and then recently, Benjamin Galindo, his son plays with Chivas. At the, you know, he's he's in the youth teams. He's a defender, and that was that seems to be Almeida's top pick would be El Benja Galindo. Uh, but what's well, funny? Rec- I, I heard a different name though. I heard uh, 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 the new one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it uh, Gabriel De Anda? Yeah, Gabriel yeah. Paco Gabriel De Anda. That seems to be Gera's pick. Now, why would you pick a GM like that on a team like that that has no experience? I mean, I understand he's picking a, a GM. He's a, isn't he a pundit? Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, Osvaldo, I mean, what experience does Osvaldo have as being a GM? Yeah. Or, or, or I mean, at least Benjamin Galindo, at least he's been a coach. I mean, uh, and, and he's been, you know, he's yeah. had, he has some front office. So that one, you know, I, I kind of understand. I mean, I, and I think that, I think that would, 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 I mean, it would be, it'd also be great for, for the, for the club to have, I mean, ho, help me, Hoa. I mean, he has to be one of the, at least in the modern era, one of the most emblematic of all Chivas. Would you not yeah, agree? He is, he is one of the more liked and known players and, you know, coaches the team as well. Um, so he's not, a, we'll he's, not a, he's not a Don Chiva, but he's, but he's close enough. We'll see what happens there. They haven't announced anyone. I just think it's a mess announcing that. Maybe they did it on purpose to create something else aside from the team's poor form. You know. All right, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mind away from that. I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, so we all we can all agree that Benjamin is you know he was a good Chiva, but not the Chiva. So who? In, in in the history of Chivas, is Don Chiva. In the history, yeah. From from, quién es el mandamás, el Chiva mayor. Oh man, yeah. See, I never got, I never got to see that because we, we're talking. It's obviously from the Campionissimo era, you know, uh-huh. which I didn't get to see. So, I mean, because Chivas, that's what they've been writing on. 
for the past, like, what, 60 years. Sure. Since that Campionissimo era. And I really didn't get to see those games, you know. Um, so it's, it's, I can't really say. I really can't say who. You got the dude, and, and I'm forgetting his name now, which is shame. Shame as a Chivista. Forget his name. Uh, Omar Bravo recently broke his record. Oh, for, uh, right. For all-time goal scorer of the club. Did and, 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 and he think, played. He played. Uh, yeah. That started a game yeah. against Pumas. How disrespectful. <laughs> Chivas like, what, Pumas. Yeah, is, is that they... They rolled him in the field. They, they trot him out. I remember I used to do a radio show back then with my friend, oh, man. and I, I said that, you know, just because of how disrespectful that was, someone should have gone over there and just give him a, a planchazo right on the, you know, right, right, right in his instep. Yeah, and he was registered in order to play that game. So it was Chava Reyes. Right. I don't want to say it. But uh, yeah, it was Chava Reyes, and then well, he was he was. But I mean, usually, because you're the goleador, it's almost like the front man. You get all the credit, you know. You know, Chava yeah. Reyes has a very interesting. Uh, he has a very interesting distinction that very few people in the world of soccer have. Oh, what's that, John? Is that he 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 has played in every minute. Of every World Cup game that he was ever eligible, that, that day, if he if he was on the squad, like if he was on the World Cup squad, he played, and he played every minute of every of every one of those games. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's 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 definitely one of the the main guys, but I know there's more, but it's way before my time, John. Sure, but 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 but, but you know that, but I think that you know any anybody else being put on the spot like that would probably agree that. Uh, it would have to be. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's he would have to be in the conversation for sure. That's the only time Chivas was a dynasty where they were, where they, where they were consistent, where they won for for a good period of time with a good four with four or five year period of just winning, uh, and and then after that it's been a lot of dry spells. The Chiwa comet every ten years. Indeed, yeah. So it would it would have and, to, all right. and no and no dominant teams either. You know, like you could say this Chiva didn't win, but but that team was very dominant, or, or not even that. Oh well, I think I think before we continue, I mean, there's only one thing we can do when we hear such such. It's just terrible for Chivas fans. So, I think you did that on purpose, John. Have the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. I would, I would never. That is devious. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't think that I would. You know, I'm just. I'm just going. I, honestly, I'm just going with the flow. I am just going with the flow. So, so, so anyway, so so so. Uh, so it could be one of these guys. And how does that, what does that make that feel? Uh, how does he feel about that? Where the they're 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 bringing in a GM. Does he want? Does he want say? And then who gets chosen? I don't think he wants anything. You know, I think this was something that I, I'm surprised it's even in part of, you know, why it's news. Something like that. You just don't announce it, you know. You, you don't say the coach isn't doing too good. We should bring someone in to help them. It, it just, I don't know, it sounds weird. I don't. Well, I don't necessarily never, think it sounds weird. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think Almeida would probably welcome it. I mean, someone that he can work with to help. You know, but I mean, I never heard anything like that. 
I've never really heard, to be honest. Well, it could be maybe you get to say, listen, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, there's other parts of the business that, that need my attention. I don't want to neglect it. So instead of neglecting it, I want to bring this guy in. But of course, you know, that's when you have a good no. PR team and, and you yeah. come up with a good story like that, you know, they never do. No, I, I understand the need to have someone, but to just say it publicly, it just, I don't know. I just feel that that's better left unsaid. But, or oh, enough, enough on the Chihuahua talk. I think there's, well, we'll, we'll see get, what we'll, happens after we'll, the. We, we will always, we always circle back to Chivas coin. It's uh, yeah. it, it, it is the best novella in 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 in, 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 in soccer, at least in North America. But the North American novella right now, John, is is Morocco. The news in Morocco is um, candidacy for the twenty twenty six is. Much stronger than we thought. Now, Morocco, that's not a dry country, right? Well, it is a Muslim country. I don't necessarily, th- I mean, I'm not sure what they're, I don't know if they have more secular, if, if it's, I think it might be a more secular government, Morocco. I'll have to admit, I, it's, it is a topic of which I, uh, I have to plead ignorance on. It's something maybe we should look into, but uh, I, 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 yeah, Hoed is correct. The article came out uh, this week on ESPN.com uh, uh, stating that, that, that Morocco has, has gained momentum in, uh, in, yeah. in a possible World Cup bid in, 20, in uh, 2026 to the point where there might even be favorites over the U.S. And, of course, uh, they said that it was because of uh, the uh, – Policies, et cetera, of, of of the current U.S. president Donald Trump. The I political climate right now. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. that's a, I think that's a good cover, and 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 and, <laughs> and I think uh, seriously, I, and I and no, I agree. It it is a very uh, very plausible cover. I think the real reason that the U.S. Uh, bid is in jeopardy is that FIFA won't forget who was the one that blew the whistle on them, and it was an American. And I think that that's something that's going to haunt the U.S. Uh, for good or for bad, for at least the next generation. And a lot of those guys, a lot of the people in power, they're still connected to to the old. Oh yes, it's like the, and, and, it's like the Hydra. <laughs> you cut some heads, others just grow out. So right. It's not like how we had Jeffrey Webb, who took over from uh, what was that dude's name, uh, Jack Warner. So it was Jeffrey Webb, and then he. He too got involved right away. So uh, yeah, but but that that, that, that doesn't just happen in Concacaf. That happens all over the world. So let let let's not pretend that it doesn't. And and yes, it even it even happens. But UEFA, it does. I swear, I promise you, it does. Yes. Well, so, I, I wanted to. Um, I asked the internet about Morocco being tried, and it's telling me no. Dan says that liquors they have it's available in restaurant, liquor store, bars. Clubs, hotels, and we're not. It's just not in public places. So I'm pretty sure they'll make an exception for the stadiums. So it should be a, an okay because it seems like it'd be like a fun trip to go to. Like that's not that's not. An, an, I, I guess I'd be open to going there. That sounds a lot more attractive than 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 a Canada. No, 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 no. Like in Cotter or whatever, or even Russia, because I mean, you're still pretty close. Uh, uh, Europe is just like probably like an hour or an hour away on a flight. 
Um, wow, that's a really good point. I, I I did not I did not think about the uh, the proxy. Damn that! You know what else I heard in regard to the voting that some of the conquer cop sites are not all, all in favor of of uh, the triple alliance because that would mean that that conquer cop three tickets would already be set aside. And on, there would only be three spots left for qualifying. So that the rest, the, the ones not automatically qualifying, you know, they're going to well, they're well, want really something they're, in well, the well, really, they're, just, they're really just fighting over maybe potentially one spot. And, right. and that's even questionable. Yeah, but they could use that, like, to, hey, throw something on our side so that we could, we could, um, we could be in favor of this. Now, does Morocco have the kind? I mean, I mean, because we're talking. I was thinking about this as as I, I drove to Dallas and back over the past uh, over the past day, and I, I was doing some math in my head. So there's going to be 16 groups of three. So those those are four matches, right? Is it four matches per group, or is it three matches per group? It's three matches per. Group. Okay, so it's three matches per group. Obviously, I didn't do the math very well. Times 16 is 48. So. The first round alone has 48 matches. And then after that, you have the eight and the four. I'm sorry, you have 16 and then eight. So that's another 24 before you even get to the quarterfinals. So 24 and 48 is what, 72? So you have 72 matches before you, before you get to the quarterfinals. So it's going it, to, it's, it, it's an 80 match tournament. Okay. Where is so, Morocco going to, going to, do they, I mean, obviously they can build stadiums. Which I'm sure, if they won the bid, is what is what would happen. And uh, I mean, they're going to have to build what what ten between ten and fifteen stadiums, wouldn't you say? David? Now, is that essentially the reason that Mexico didn't want to bid on its own because it didn't have the infrastructure to, to to have that many different sites? Didn't have that many stadiums that that could have an advantage with the U.S. and Canada. Morocco should should hook up with Portugal and Spain. Well, right? see, that's my thing. Well, well, that's my logic. Is like, if Morocco's going to do it on its own, and I don't know how many stadiums they have, but I would assume that they have considerably less than Mexico. Yeah. Um, so why is it so? Imp- I mean, is it is it more of a thing where perhaps they, they folks have... just don't want uh, the uh, the government funding this uh, this whole thing they, at they the have expense a part... of the people. 25 stadiums, but the majority are really small. They have a lot of them at 10K, 20K. And, and their biggest stadium is, is at 50, 52,000. Yeah, so I mean, they're going to have to build yeah, or, about uh, at least 10 stadiums. Yeah, that's crazy. Or, or, or um, what do you call it? Reconstruct a lot of these. Well, you know, and, and again, that, that is a, you know, Think of how much money is spent in a, in, a, in a World Cup bid, and then who makes money in the World Cup bids to to, to see that you know someone is going to make a lot of money if they have to build ten stadiums, and and yeah. and it ain't it ain't any of us, and 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 those people wield a lot of power and a lot of influence within some of the uh, the folks that vote for this kind of stuff. So you know, in in, in the U.S. and Canada and Mexico there will be a need to build zero stadiums. I hear you. So that's another reason why uh, possibly Morocco uh, would, would be 
uh, quote unquote, in the lead, so to speak. Although I do think ultimately, if they're going to go to this eighty eighty game World Cup format, they're going to have to do what the uh, what what we uh, is doing in the next Euro, where they're going to they're going to play it scattered all over the continent, and then have certain uh, fixed sites for the uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, the finals. It's going to be scattered among different countries. So do you that's... do you think it's necessary to have that many stadiums? And you don't think they'd be able to. to... Do it like uh like they do like the old school Muleto games where you have like a a double header of sorts. Well, you know they could do it that way. I mean, I think I mean I don't think the the, the scheduling I don't think there is the problem. And, and frankly, I don't really think you really need you know ten or fifty. I mean, I think you could do it comfortably in you know as 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 long as the cities can handle the infrastructure of having you know everyone all the all the fans. So say that like you you have okay, so there's forty eight teams, right? So say that you have six stadiums. And then you have like 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 eight teams have a you know, have a home base where for you know a week or two whatever it is they play all their games in that in that uh, or 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 they or or they travel those eight teams at a time. So I mean they can certainly uh, make it happen. I, I just uh, I'm not really so sure why they have to have as many as they do. Now Mex in the Mexico '86 World Cup, I think it was probably the last one where they. Where they had like, designated cities for groups, like uh, Group A played in in um, in in Puebla and Mexico City. Mexico was in Group B. They played in Mexico City in Toluca, and so on. They played in Guadalajara. One played in you know in Querétaro, Nesa, and in Monterrey. And I think the other the other one was León and uh, Irapuato. So so those were like the and 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 the group played either in León or they played in Irapuato. So I think they can certainly do it that way as well. I mean then. And, and the, Mexico had only they only built the Corregidora for the '86 World Cup. They, they, they had the other stadiums in place. Of course, FIFA didn't have their crazy uh, requirements back then either, so that certainly certainly helped. Now, and the Gold Cup, uh, you know, in other international soccer news, the uh, the Gold Cup did announce uh, that they're going to expand. Oh, no, sorry, the Gold Cup. Well, announced that they're going to expand the Gold Cup to uh, 16 teams. Uh, you know, obviously giving some of the uh, the the folks in the Caribbean uh, more of a uh, of an opportunity to play in the tournament, and they also said that they're gonna that, that, that there's gonna be multiple cities that host and or multiple countries out of that host. Which, again, to me, the most uh, sensible thing for Concacaf to do in that situation, to give you know sure that everyone has a, a nice little uh, piece of the pie, so to speak, is to play your group stage, where each team plays a home game and away game, and then they play and then they come you know up to the states to play their their neutral game, and then play the knockouts in the, uh, in the, or not necessarily the U S the U S or wherever uh, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the tournament. So it certainly opens up uh, the opportunity to, uh, to do that, which I think is a good move. Hey, hey there's no reason why El Salvador can't host the game in, 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 in the gold cup at the, at the Cuscatlan and have, I Play think the, it's fair. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's fair. Get it away out of the out of the U.S. I mean, personally, I'm a little upset because it's kind of cool. You know, I, I like to go cover the games. You know, and 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 you know, you know that you're pretty much uh, it'd be, it's you know, you, you have you have a couple fun matches to, to attend every couple years. But um, strictly from a footballing standpoint, it's absolutely fair. These countries have no shot uh, most of the time. You know, but if they're able to host it. Uh, at least partially, then I think it gives them a fighter's chance. 
it's the expansion of teams that I don't like. I don't. It's it waters it down. And I also think it'll but, be helpful for, for the U.S. too. Is the group stage? It's not. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's just it's just no, not going to make that much of a world difference. You got to water water down group stage. I but, don't think it's going to be that much watered down to expand it to sixteen. I think that there's enough. Um, I mean, if if Curacao, I, I think there's enough quality. It's to watered down. It's it's watered down already. Like if you have Cuba in the in the Gold Cup, which you have, that's that's watered down. Yeah, but the only way those teams are going to get better well, is it's not really. I mean, I hear you, but is, I guess is to play better I, I don't opponents. mind it to be a little bit more inclusive. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what John said. Uh, it, it's going to help the growth of these teams. <clears throat> a lot of them, which they don't get to play that many international or even meaningful games. And and they're going to start doing that uh, in addition to the Gold Cup uh, with, with the announcement next week of the of the CONCACAF League of... We're going to have to come up with like a really good uh, echo echo rebirth now, which is the League of Nations. <laughs> but, and you know, at, at first, it, it might suck, or, or even us as Mexico fans, and we're used to seeing Mexico, I think we've gotten a bit arrogant in, in that respect. Because, uh, you know, we're used to seeing Mexico playing in, in Confederaciones and, and Copa Americas and, and World Cup, so... We're very puppies in that regard, you know. We so we'll look down upon Gold Cup and and anything in the region is like it's just we kind of see it as beneath us. But it's a shame. But, but, it's a shame because it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> and if you look at the score lines over the last several years, yeah, there's no reason for us to be like holding our nose in the air over these teams. I'm like because <laughs> they're eking out wins. They're not or, dominating. And, They're not walking away. Cinco ceros, siete ceros. I mean, nothing like that. But it was yeah, some, this, this, could, this type of type of games resulted in the injury of the greatest Mexican player ever. And that's ever. That's yeah, ever. That's that's like. Oh. Uh, now, now hang on. Maybe second. Maybe second. Maybe second. Sorry. Icolin did not play in that many. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure who you're talking. Icolin get hacked against Trinidad. I don't know. But. No, but but you know what? And and we've seen some of these teams grow, like Panama. It's 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 an opponent that'll give you a fight now, compared to a few years back. So some of the other countries, like like Guatemala and and, and um, even Trinidad and Jamaica, and, and so there's a good group of teams there that that are going to really benefit from this. And, and more exposure to their players means more room for growth. Would they be able to send some of their players to to other leagues? Yeah, I mean, for better or for worse, at, at least for their foreseeable future, Mexico is in CONCACAF. And the only way for Mexico to get better is to play better competition. And the only way for these for their competition that they have to play is, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it's the only way. It's the only way. Yeah, right, we're not, we're not, we're not going to Conmebol, man. Anyone no. holding their breath for that, that's not that's not happening. Conmebol doesn't want Mexico at all, I don't think. And could you imagine how they'd be treated? They would, be, they would still be treated like that. Because everyone's going to be looking at like, the only reason you're there is because you, your sorry fans provide us money. You're, that's the only reason. Like, I, I could... It's like it, so you're saying that, that Mexico for Comebol is like that. 
that guy that nobody likes that you hang out with, but he has the really good the really good weed. So he he he's the so guy he gets invited to the party. The <laughs> but but no, we you know no what? No other there, way to get there. There, there is some there is some genuine. Uh, I wouldn't say fear, but there are some teams that that they they don't know Mexico will take will take what little spotlight they have. Smaller teams like Venezuela, Bolivia, you, even Peru and, and Ecuador, some of these teams that they're not that strong and they know that. And, and we saw it in Libertadores. You know, Mexican teams came in and, and we were taking away, you know, our, the Mexican clubs were taking away some of the some of the limelight from, from when they will make it to the later stages. Well, I mean, it's not just. I mean, I just, I just don't think that Comebol wants any of the any of their ten countries, especially with with with, uh, with the the additional teams are going to be playing a tournament. They, they don't want to give up a spot to Mexico when Mexico has one guaranteed. You know, essentially in Coca-Cola. and that's and frankly, let's be honest, that's another reason why Mexico's never leaving Coca-Cola, especially yeah. now with the World Cup expanding. Was it to, to five or six Coca-Cola spots? I mean, you know, Mexico's. I mean, they're they'll, they'll be in the World Cup in perpetuity, if that's the case. So, I think he could throw in close. Complications with that with expansion. At least I think I think so. Yeah, but Jake, is you feel that it's going to water down the tournament? It's going to make things worse in the near term. That might be right. It's like Osorio saying that everyone has to play fifty. Uh, every every player on the team has to play has to has to get a participation ribbon, play fifty percent of the t- of the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I haven't got well, that? participation ribbon. Rotations are a must. Right, let me let me see if I can find the quote. Yeah, but but look, I think we could all agree. Um, since since the Cold Cup became a regular tournament, and even even the Concacaf Champions Cup, there's been improvement from from when you go for a lot of these teams. There's been improvements, not not what we expect, but there's still been improvement. I was impressed. I mean, I was impressed by Curacao. I had never. I'm like, I'm like, that's a country that's incredible. Okay, let's see, let's see how they do. And they looked. I don't know. Like I know, me and John, we're like new fans of theirs. You know, we're we're both kind of like pulling for them to. to yeah, I mean, they they have possibilities, especially if it expands to 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 make. I mean, I know, in, you know, in twenty twenty two, this will be the. But I think they they even have a chance to make the hex for sure. Osorio says, if you want to make someone feel important, you give them a chance. You are inclusive, not in easy games, but good games. It's about trust. <laughs> so yeah, expand to uh, Curacao and. Let them go to the World Cup because they need an opportunity. And... How dare you twist his words like that and me and and try to like reinterpret the same thing? It's the same thing. Bad. It's a oh, no. it's a true equivalency. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand why that why that's a problem. It is a problem. You're not going to play your your. You, you expect? Okay, let's see. Who who? Jonathan Gonzalez barely makes it into the World Cup. You, you, are you going to expect him to get playing time in the World Cup? Is it? Does he have to have playing time? Can someone not have? have to? To, is it an no. offense to not have playing to not give somebody playing time? 
you got to go out there to win. You're not going out there to satisfy. Yeah, but, but, but I understand the generalities. Yeah. And, I mean, do you really happy. think he's going to play all 23 players? I don't think so. And he's oh, actually shown that, like, with the last call-ups, he didn't play everybody that he called up. So, I mean, he's already I, I shown. Think... I, I have trouble believing that he's just going to play strictly because of that, just holding on to that philosophy. No, I think he's going to be a little bit more pragmatic. At least I'm, God damn, I'm, I'm really hoping that he's a little bit more pragmatic <laughs> I think he's uh, in the World Cup. I think he's he's forced to. The pressure is there for him to play uh, the best team, yeah. the best player. Uh, not if it was up to yeah, him. This is truly his philosophy. He would he would do what he what he wants to do. And, yeah, I think he I uh, think he would at least with the goalkeepers we would have seen all of them getting getting yeah, a match. An, I don't think it would happen. I don't think it will happen at the World Cup, but I do think if if he's allowed, he will he will go with for that. That's why. That's why I think I don't think he's going to sign again for Mexico, like he's saying. Like Almeida, he wants Mexico to be, sort of be the step, stepping stone for something greater, and he better <laughs> hope he doesn't seven zero three times in the. In the- it, you know what? If, if if Almeida was was going to be able to, to to make the team advance farther than they've ever had, I'm okay with being a stepping stone. Oh damn. You know, I mean, like that's not necessarily a knock. Like the only way you're insulted by 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 someone considering Mexico a stepping stone is because you're terribly insecure and you want to think that Mexico holds a higher place in in, in footballing terms than they actually do. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, there's Chiquis is insecure. Mexico oh, is is Mexico is 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 a is a round of sixteen team. I was offended about him. That's the definition of a Mexico could know, be a great stepping stone. Chivas is a stepping stone. Could have been a stepping stone for uh, for Almeida, but he screwed it up. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's not. And, and Osorio is is screwing it up. I mean, he, he's doing the smoke and mirrors things, but he did screw it up a little bit with a seven zero, and he could potentially screw it up in the World Cup, depending on how how they do. Well, he either is or he isn't. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's really, at this point, it's a toss-up. That 7-0 gets for, forgotten if he's got, if he has a a better-than-expected oh, World Cup. If he gets the quinto <laughs> partido, forgotten. Somehow, somehow Chile missing out on the World Cup, I know has made a couple Mexicans feel better about the 7-0. That, that's it makes fun. me that's feel fun. worse. <laughs> yeah. It makes you feel worse. It's a and, lame uh, way to feel better. Look, the uh, well, I mean, it is the uh, the way of some. The, uh, the, 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 the until until Mexico becomes a top five team in the world, then I mean, there 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 are there are good jobs all over the world that are considered quote unquote. I mean, Chile is a stepping stone job. Oh, Mexico is a Mexico is I agree. Mexico is a stepping stone, and it would be a good stepping. Stone. It's a dangerous one, though, for him. Because Mexico could screw I up. I mean, honestly, and- honestly, I, you know, if, if if you're a coach and 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 you can navigate the shark infested waters that the Mexican national team coach has to deal with, and 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 make their team reach levels level that, that they had never reached before, reached. then. I'm gonna hire that. I'm, I'm gonna take a long, a real, a long, good long look at that guy for sure. Man, if Hugo would have lost seven zero, he'd have been fired immediately. Well, 
He would have lost. Well, come like, on, he got fired. He got fired for 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 losing the for getting eliminated from from the Olympics. I let's mean, not forget the passport. It wasn't even it wasn't even a real like a senior oh, team squad that he actually got fired for. So there you go. I still feel I still bad. How, how many uh, players on that team were 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 never heard from again? Hey, After how one. great was it to see Landin? I did not get a chance to to see the game. How did he play? Um, I think I saw him miss one miss one really really bad. Um, but just seeing him, you know, like you know, still still playing. I don't know. It made me happy. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad he's not like uh, more of a tragic situation. I mean, playing in Costa Rica that that's that's all right. Yeah, I can think of worse places to play for sure. And you got a couple of, and, and it's a cool place. I mean, I mean, um, San Jose is a, is is a cool, very cool town. I liked it. Um, you know, I I, I I don't know. I guess I was happy for him, and then seeing uh, Ariano also over there. I didn't I hadn't realized that they were playing for 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 them. So beat and, Ariano, uh, it's for, kinda, for Ariano too. Yeah. You know, he was never the same after that. Was it that U.S. game where he had a. I'll just call it a weirdly colored stain in his shorts, and he and seriously, he was never the same player after that. Oh, I remember that. There was nothing wrong with him, though. I think it was dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. But he he had he had some gnarly injuries, though, didn't he? No, he did. I mean, but again, you know, no, it was uh, he was Joel. He was one of the. Uh, one of the chosen ones was he not Ariano? Oh yeah, there's messy videos out there. Well, Joel had to go delete the messy videos after a while. That was you. There play? used to be comparison. No, <laughs> there was comparison <laughs> videos, and Pina Pina was recorded higher than us, and Chicharo at one point. Oh yeah, man, he was up he there. Was, well, he, he showed was, he showed some flashes, man. Yeah, he got injured, and then he kept getting injured, and then he—that was that. Pina. It's unfortunate. But apparently, according to my Tico uh, uh, coworkers, they're both doing really well for the team. He was actually surprised mm-hmm. when I was talk, talk, talking to him about Landine. He was surprised that I was like, "Yeah, man, that, that guy is like almost like a cautionary tale, dude. Like it was." It's, Almost tragic what happened to him. Yeah, he his his the way he fell after off. school special for sure. <laughs> what, what are you guys' thoughts of the coaches uh, the coaches' statements about the Mexican teams uh, using like all foreigners? <laughs> and it won't. I you mean, mean Jafet Soto? What was uh, pretty much? Saying. I think it's offensive if you're looking to get offended. What do you mean, Jafet Soto's comment? Uh, what was it on, on America? Is his, that, that his truthful comment that, that that they play with with nine foreigners? Yeah, and that it's the foreigners who make the team great. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some salt there. Obviously, but like, if like I said, if you're going to get offended to it, it's because you want to be. I mean, just overlook it, dude. It's like, well, here, here's the here's my uh, uh, what what is the word Joel used? Uh, it's it's a minnow statement. It's a minnow salt statement, pretty much. Oh yeah. Just trying to get on the the Mexican people's nerves and stuff. 
I mean, if 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 you want to argue that, you could just say, look at the national teams. Yeah, exactly. And the story. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, and, and then also with with you don't say that they don't say that anymore when um when you look at like Champions League teams now. It's it, they're basically all foreigner teams. Well, you know, I thought that too, but the the the, the I was I was at the uh, in Frisco last night at the the unbelievably crazy rain that was falling at the end of that game between uh, FC Dallas and Tauro. And Tauro won the game. And Tauro actually, uh, they have, it was all Panamanians except for they had a, they had two, they had a, they had a Colombian and I think they had a Paraguayan and that was it. Chiquis, Chiquis is hating on that. He doesn't want those Panamanian minnows to grow. <laughs> and, uh, they'll now be playing, uh, they, they won, uh, they lost the game 3-2. But because they're two away goals, uh, they had the tiebreaker, and I, I, I was I was I was halfway expecting FC Dallas in the last in stoppage time to score the two goals they needed. Isn't that your boy, the coach? Yeah, and and he and he took he took he he uh, no. as as uh, Rafa Marquez uh, Rafa Marquez said after the set said I can poner el, el pecho a las balas. And uh, he went out there, and he, and he he accepted all respons as as a coach should accepted all the responsibility for 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 Dallas's failure to. Uh, Is it really that to hard to start the MLS four weeks earlier? Well, remember, I mean, I mean, you know, the the, the excuses. And, and, That's what I'm saying. They're going to use that excuse. It's ten degrees. It's ten degrees. It's ten degrees in Chicago. You know, in in, in the winter, which it is, and. That's you know, so the MLS easily. is, I mean, the MLS is that's a lame excuse too, though. I, I just think that there's a, it's real simple. You I mean you could load the schedule up on the coasts, or in or in the south, you know, like wherever, the, like like in Texas and, and and some other places where where the weather's a little bit more easy, like less 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 freezing, you know, but. It, they could easily work around that in the first couple for the first couple months. Well, the the thing that I would do in the immediate short term, because I don't think they're ever going to change the schedule, at least at least not right now, is is for the now that they've changed the format to where the four teams that are in it, you know, they, they don't start playing until the until the second half of the year. Well, you know how in, in Argentina they have their torneo de verano, that little quadrangular that they have uh, between seasons. Why can't they do that? You know that way each each team plays three games, you know, and then they have, you know, then then they play a final, whatever it is. So someone has a chance to play four. Or this or have opening day right after the Super Bowl, right after the Super Bowl weekend. Or even schedule friendlies like earlier. Well, I, the, I, I, yeah. I just... well, the preseason earlier, friendlies earlier, yeah, all that earlier, so they can get in form, start the season right after Super Bowl. I mean, it I sounds just, like like they're to not. To me, that tells me that games. they're not all that interested um, in winning the competition. Well, the uh, the the Colorado coach that that lost to, to Toronto, uh, you know, essentially, I'm not going to say the word conceded or or admitted, but but he but but he said, hey, you know, that this was a preseason game for us. Of course, I'm sure if he would have won, he would have had a, sung a completely different tune. But uh, but I mean, I I personally don't don't see it as an excuse either. I mean, I mean that's a mental guys, statement right there. Yeah. I mean, it is a minnow statement. I mean, you can't be making excuses. I mean, if it's an official term, but obviously, you know, the MLS has a 
They obviously know what they're what they what they want to do, and winning an international tournament is not at the top of the list because they would have changed the schedule a long time ago, or maybe they're just hoping that eventually they have enough influence over the the, the area the the region where the, they'll just maybe twist the competition to fit the MLS schedule, which I think is possible. Well, I think that that's what they want to do ultimately, and. Uh... I, I just don't see how Conca, I remember uh, how Concacaf is going to vote uh, um, to accommodate one team when when the the entire rest of the of of the confederation is playing one schedule and one team is. Well, Seattle Sounders have beaten Santa Tecla four zero, so Santa Tecla has already been playing their season. Um, if MLS is going to be the best league in the world in ten years, then El Salvador is probably going to be in a hundred years the best league. They keep on growing. <laughs> Keep on getting invited to Concacaf big tournaments. I don't understand why that bothers you, Chiquis. It doesn't bother me. I'm just laughing. I'm just, just, just stating. You know. Do you think that? I mean, it, 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 it's it's the same. It's the same in Africa. It's the same in Europe. It's the same in Asia. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of countries represented. I mean, they should have whether they're you know whether they're good or not or whatever it is, but they should all have the opportunity to play in the tournament. Yeah, but some some countries aren't. Aren't going to grow like just like I said, a hundred years. That's that's that might okay. I might. Well, then maybe in a hundred years they will do that, and then say, you know, back a hundred years ago when we started this thing, thank God because you know now now look where we are. Some some countries don't do not have the resources to ever be anything in a sport. Um, so I agree with you know giving opportunities and everything, but uh, I I wouldn't want to necessarily watch Mexico play. Uh, you know El Salvador. I'd, well, then, if, well, then you know what you can. Choice, if I had the choice, I'd rather see them play a, uh, Germany or uh, or a Chile and get beat three zero. Well, well, then you don't have to watch. Yeah, and plenty of other fans would rather have that happen as well. But but the, the the situation, unfortunately, for those fans is going to be that with with the way that the new League of Nations and this and that is, that that's going to be the only opportunity. Mexico is not going to play at least in in in, 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 in with the occasional maybe one friendly a year. All, all they're going to be playing are Concacaf teams. Yeah, and I'm I'm sort of waiting for the the whole Molero to actually be taken seriously and and to to see less and less fans in the stadiums for these games. San Antonio showed, and I will say, I guess a little bit of hope because I didn't see too many, uh, too many people in the stands in San Antonio. But we'll have to see what these uh upcoming. Uh, I think twenty five thousand though what was reported is extraordinary for the type of friendly that it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they, they didn't even open the uh, the uh, the upper bowl uh, for for that. So they were they were they they had the expectation fully aware of between uh, twenty and thirty thousand people. So they 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 got what they wanted. And remember, I mean, the tickets are ridiculous, cheeky. I mean, the tickets are what you know they start. And at, I kind of disagree with his bucks. with his take though too on some of these countries. I mean, a lot of it comes with ebbs and flows. I mean. Costa Rica is not a whole lot bigger than some of those other countries in, in Central America, but they've been able to, to, to build a program where they consistently are churning out decent enough talent to, enough to get themselves to the World Cup most of the time. There's no reason, I mean, that 
similar things can't happen if there's like a little bit more stability in some of these in some of these countries um and just maybe some investment in some of their infrastructure but and even without that though it doesn't mean that they can't get a good crop of young players that kind of you know the 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 things just work out where where there's like a handful of players that just come up all at the same time and build a pretty solid team for a couple of years. That's what happened to Honduras. Not then they went there on a downturn. Um, but I don't see why they why Guatemala, Nicaragua, even less so them, but but like El Salvador, they always show that they're they, that they have some good, decent enough talent. Where I, I think they could still be competitive, and and I don't think it's a waste of anyone's time to have them playing. And I don't think it's it's going to take them a hundred years to to take the next step. I just think they need to have a little bit of of luck for, for players to, to come through. And obviously they need to get a little bit more organized, you know, cause I know El Salvador was, was a team that had all the issues with the players, right? Where yeah, they among, basically had to replace right. everyone. Because the players were, uh, shaving yeah. points. It's a betting scandal. Uh, you know, again, if Mexico is, 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 is in this confederation, and and then that's what so that's what it's going to be for the foreseeable future. You can either whine about it, or you can make sure to get the other make the other team stronger, so that you have better competition to play. At this point, I, w- I would rather see them stronger, so that they get more competitive, and the games are more competitive. And I, and I personally, I would much rather see Mexico play in the Concacaf League of Nations, play down in the Estadio Municipal in, Gu- in Guatemala City, in, in front of a packed crowd, than to play in a, in, a, in a Molero in Las Vegas. I think I think that 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 you learn more about your players in a hostile environment than you do, you know, when when you're playing in cotton balls like like they do when they come up here in the states. That brings up another. That brings up another quote. <laughs> what quote? Oh, Saudi Arabia talking about how it's dangerous to play in Central America. Yeah. Well. It is. Well, it is. It's dangerous to play in South America too. I mean, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know. I think some of those. I think some of those matches um, and the atmosphere absolutely gets pretty close. Maybe not on footballing sta- uh, from a standpoint, but 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 they definitely matches what, what what they're doing as far as some of the atmospheres and the host- the hostility of some of these atmospheres that you see in South America. Well, it's not just, and that's not just that. It's it's also you know inc- incredibly hot and humid too. So I mean, it's just. I mean, it, it is it is as 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 close to a pressure cooker as you as you can get, and uh, yeah. So it's just it's 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 incredibly hostile, and I mean, I I I personally like seeing games like that. I think that the the, the, the atmospheres like that are out. Like last week, Chivas was playing in the Dominican Republic. There was what maybe eight thousand people in the stands, but the place was packed. I mean, it, it was it filled the capacity, and they. You know, as as small a crowd as they were, they were a factor. They, I mean, they they affected that that match, and 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 that's what you want to see. You want to see how 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 your team responds to that because it's going to happen. So, I mean, again, I don't think that this is going to happen overnight. But I mean, I also, as as you guys pointed out earlier, as Dan pointed out, you know, this isn't, you know, it's not 1993 where Mexico is winning Gold Cup games nine zero and seven zero, and then. You know, they won the final four zero, et cetera. That just it's just not like that anymore. And and and, and this and this is only gonna make it 
where the, where the, that that's going to happen less and less. I can't even remember the last time Mexico had a goleada in the Gold Cup. It's been a lo- it's been a while. The grass is long. It is dry. They throw balls on the field. People run on the pitch to stop the game. Temperatures above thirty five cent uh, centigrade. Stadiums. Dude, all that centigrade. stuff, dude. All that stuff is great, though, man. <laughs> I love can't, all that stuff, dude. Like, the, can't, it can't, like that doesn't happen in South America, right? That's true too. That's a great point. It is true. Well, see, that's the thing, though. You know, you know you, what was the full quote? You know, because we're only seeing that piece of it. Maybe it was like, "Man, I love playing in Central America," and then the grass is longer, blah blah blah. But you know, if if, if you don't, you know, have the have the full. I mean, I, no, I'm that's, not defending that's the guy. from the interview on the Sun. Huh? You think the Sun didn't put the whole quote? It's a full interview that he did for the Sun. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, or, 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 or you, you know, when you read something in print and then you see it heard, you, you hear the actual audible sounds of those words being said, and you know, you can say you know, some, one way. You know what I think it is, John? I think he's, he's doing his promotion tour. Yeah, that's that's that's. that's yeah. I think he's promoting himself because he knows that. He's going to need a job after the summer. This is, yeah, that's a jumping point. But this is what he said before this. Said, He's not going to have issues finding a job. Most, I, know, but, most but I, think, I think anybody outside of Mexico thinks he's doing a good job. I think he's, I think he's blinded a lot of Mexican, Mexican fans. But this is what he said before. In oh, are you kidding? Mexico, most Mexican fans can't stand the guy. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> in 2015, I took over as Mexico manager. We only lost one game in qualifying. That was in but we have already qualified, so he's like, you know, boosting himself up. Then he says, Concacaf is difficult, the grass is on. But then he's saying, okay, even through all these difficult circumstances, I took this team in long grass and, and heated temperatures in dangerous, unsafe stadiums, and I and I <laughs> undefeated until we were qualified. So, so he's typing himself, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Speaking of guys that can't stand him, it, it's Rigo. He, he wrote him a letter. Oh, yeah. yeah, was it a was it a, was it a single like a four page single space font it's, size eight? It's like a letter. He wrote it with with blood and tears. Or was it uh, like in uh, V for Vendetta that he uh, <laughs> writing on on you know a hundred rolls of newspaper of, of of toilet paper? Our boy Rigo loses credibility though, man, because as much hate as he throws to Osorio. The fact that he keeps calling out like half the Chivas squad to like and gets infuriated because they're not called up. To, it's like, come on, dude. No, that's you want me to take you seriously, credibility. man? <laughs> you can't. You can't be having. You, you can't be getting mad when your five three uh, right back isn't called up. No, I mean, but I mean, like, I wouldn't call him now. <laughs> but I mean, at, when I got mad about it, like last year when Chivas was playing well. I'm yeah. just giving you a hard time, man. I, I saw, I saw, I, I saw your, I, I, I saw your red hat pop up on the screen, dude. I just wanted to give you a hard time, man. How you guys doing? We're doing well. How was, uh, how was Red Bull's arena? Red Bull's arena was 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 wet. Are uh, you outside? Actually, yeah. The press box is actually outside, Ooh. but the stadium itself is like half, like all around the seating is covered. So you kind of stay kind of dry unless it's like the, it's, it's windy today. So the rain was kind of coming in diagonally. But if the rain is just coming straight down, you, you probably don't get wet. Um, 
but it was good. I left a, I left a little early because I had to come catch my flight. I'm actually in the airport now. What time is your uh, flight? At one forty Eastern Standard Lord, Time. What, what time do you land in Guadalajara? Six thirty. For those that don't know, uh, uh, Rigo Ratone is, is not only is he a member and, and and contributor to this podcast, but he's also one of the he's he's a Chiva del Norte. Now I, I asked uh, Joel earlier, and 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 he froze. Uh, but 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 he but he but he was able to get it together, and 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 he came up with uh, with a solid answer about uh, about who is el Chiva Mayor of, of all time. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Is Chiva Mayor of all time? Yeah. As a, a fan? Well, or a, a player? Who, a player. Who, who is the most emblematic of all Chivas? If, if, if you were going to print a Chivas $100 bill, who, uh, I mean, who are you putting on histo- it? Historically, it would have to be Chava Reyes. Okay. My personal favorite is Ram- Ramon Ramirez. All right. So Ramon goes on uh, the top. On the 50th. On the, okay, on the 50th. All right. And okay. Chava on the 100. All right. Who, who, All who right. else say? He said uh, Bofo. Bofo Bautista. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, too. No, no. He uh, he also said Chava Reyes. He, uh, he, he... The worst part about it for Joel is that, you know, he had a senior moment. Because he, he couldn't struggled. remember, he, he he struggled couldn't remember his a, name. Yeah. And he even struggled to find a. He's probably looking it up else. on his phone. Yeah, he did. He did struggle to find somebody else. He said that there's really, there's really no, no other player that that you, that you could hold in, in in higher esteem. But Buffalo, Buffalo is probably you know I know you said it in jest, but on some for me, level, Buffalo is for the, for mm-hmm. like the generation for like for my generation, I guess who you know who doesn't doesn't know all that all the past, the trolling that he did against Boca. That's, yeah. That was pretty. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I, I totally understand and get that. I just, uh, you know, I, 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 I was trying to think of who could be the picolin for Chivas. And, how, and, uh, how, um, how revered is a uh, is a uh, Ramoncito? Like, because I always really, really liked him. He's he's up there. A lot of people is like he? him over Ramon Ramirez. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the thing is, is Chava Reyes won a won a won a pile of titles, which, uh, which yeah, and all the goals, right? And, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I would put Ramosito up there. Like if we had if we had like uh, like a Mount Rushmore, right? Of Chivas, uh, I think Bofo would probably be the fourth one, and maybe he kind of, he kind of splits it with uh, with Osvaldo Sanchez, maybe. I'd straight mm-hmm. vandalize that one, dude. Yeah. I don't even well, care that he was a Santo dude. I don't care that he won a championship with us. I'd vandalize that that Mount Rushmore with a Yeah, I, I, I don't see Osvaldo Sanchez. I don't like him, man. That that uh, I think that there's uh, there's other Chivas guys that are that are bigger. Yeah, and less mm-hmm. and, and less annoying. But even even Bofo, like to me, my number one guy is Bofo, in, in, for real. And not just because, well, the troll was, was, was part of it, but it's also because some of those goals he scored against Boca. Who, who else in Chivas has... Well, that was part of the troll. I mean, I meant, like, the entire... Oh, but he scored some golazos from far out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the final, against Toruca, he scored that goal from out of the box. I'm, I'm one of those few that don't that didn't hate, uh, hate him getting on, getting on the World Cup squad. I thought it was like... I You know, I honestly had no issue with that move at all, and 
I think that 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 Aguirre's big mistake in that game was not starting Bofo, is that I would have brought him on in, in the second half. Just to go, hey, man, we need you just to give him that, that boost of confidence. You know, someone shot. as creative as him, as clever as he was, uh, and, and he had that, some of that, you know, that sambuesa, like, like, I can, I can get you to, to, to just F yourself because I'm so annoying. Like, I, I just thought that, like, yeah, dude, like, why wouldn't you want someone like that on your team? Like, that guy's good, man. He was. I mean, so, he yeah. bounced around a lot. Wasn't he? So, he, he, he played for a few teams, didn't he? Aguares. Yeah. I mean, kept him afloat. He did, uh, and then he ended up playing an indoor, he ended up his career playing indoor soccer and, uh, he goes, now Rigo, you are going down to, to, uh, to the Clásico. Yes. And then, but you're also, go, you're also going to Morelia. Who is Morelia? Oh, no. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not going to Morelia anymore. Um, so remember last week we spoke about, uh, uh, I was, uh, I was, you're going back to your camera? No, I was meeting up with Copa ninety. Oh yeah, yeah. We did this. I, we did this, we did this YouTube show, uh, which is called FIFA Showdown, where they uh, they take a, a team and they put make hypotheticals up, um, and then they uh, simulate a whole season with FIFA. Right. And um, so we recorded the show. It's not out yet, but it'll be out. It'll be out probably in the next week or so. Uh, we used Tigres. Uh, we, there was three different simulate, two different simulations. It was, uh, Tigres in the Premier League, where they would place, and, uh, Tigres in MLS, where they would place. Um, so, I, I, I won't say the results. I'll let you guys, I'll, I'll let you guys know when it comes out and everybody can watch it. Um, but it was, it was surprising. Both, both results. Uh, maybe the MLS one not so much, but the Premier League one was. And uh turns out they're they're actually going down to uh El Clasico too. So I'm gonna be hanging out with them and uh doing some uh Clasico video stuff. So I'm not gonna go to Morelia, but I will be going to Leon to watch Leones Negros on Sunday. And I think they play Correcaminos in Estadio Jalisco. Right. They get good uh, crowds. I, I'm hoping. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to go to that. I haven't been to say Jalisco in a long time. In fact, I would, I, I would dare say, and another way, no, a lot of uh, rojinegros that listen to us that that if, if UDG was was in the league more consistently, that they would be the second most popular team in Guadalajara. They probably would because in I, fact, I, I mean, in fact, in fact, they probably are the second most popular team in Guadalajara right now. You you walk around like in like in the centro of Guadalajara and you see tons of like Leones Negros jerseys. And you can't miss it. No, you can't. Which which is what makes that uniform so great. So I'm 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 excited for that. Um, but Morelia, Morelia was supposed to play against Atlas. You know, um, if, if I were ever to buy a, a, a jersey of a t- of a team that I don't that it's not quote unquote one of my teams, not that I have that many, it, it might have to be a Leones Negros jersey. John, is Tecos completely non-existent now? They are the well. I think that they became the uh, the team in uh, in Nayarit. So uh, the university doesn't have a, a team anymore. No, because uh, the, the owners of the university or the were the owners of the team. So they, uh, I'm not. Well, they were. Didn't they descend? Didn't they? Uh, didn't they drop? Tecos, Estudiantes Tecos. I thought they had. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, you know, well, they, they went to that fancy name. 
Yeah, so so they just the, their second division team is uh, is uh, is now uh, was it what are they what are they the one in in, in Tepic is it Coras? That's them. Okay. So, just curious, you know that that was like the one team that I'm like, could never really wrap my head around <laughs> why they were in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, like Ron said, like, yeah, Ron Man actually talked about it last week. So it's like that they were one of the few teams in Liga Mekis that that worked their way from, you know, from division to division to make it to the top flight, and they ended up making it in the in the mid seventies, and they stayed there throughout. You know, you know, Pumas is 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 one of the other few teams in Liga Mekis that once mm-hmm. they made the first division, they haven't dropped, and they made the first division in like sixty two. So. Um, there's not that many teams that have done them. A, a, a lot of the teams, like the Sawar, are teams that, that 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 were in the league when, like, like the original. What is it? The original four, whatever it is, in the NHL. They they, they, they kind of have that in the Yankees too. So, and then they have teams that have kind of bounced uh, back and forth as well. I feel like I'm like a like a closet Atlas supporter. Seriously. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, like I hear all this, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> like what's up with Atlas, dude? You know, uh, Tom Marshall says that Atlas has like a like a like a hipster following. It's like, I wonder, I wonder if they follow Atlas ironically. I mean, they've just as long as I've been alive, they've just been historically laughable. So, am I getting lumped in with that? Like, am I am I am I going to be considered hipster? It, like, because because there's the part of me that that like likes them. That's interesting. I'll take some. Yeah, pictures. I don't hate them. I'm, are you, you going to go to the Atlas? Is Atlas playing on Friday night too? They, they play. They play against Morelia. If not, I would have gone. If they, they would have played in Morelia, I would have gone. So they were they, they were playing in Morelia, so I wanted to go to that game to Morelia. But it's like four four hours away by myself. I was like, ah, might as well hang out with the Copa ninety guys and work on the Clasico stuff. Plus, they're they're doing a uh, they're going to be doing a like a documentary on Cheech. For uh, leading up to the World Cup, so they're gonna go like try and meet his dad and stuff like that. Yeah, well, did they set it up? Uh, they're work- I think they're. I think they're. They've been working on setting that up in the past couple of days. Are, are they gonna try to meet his grandfather? I think they should meet him too. I th- I think they are. He uh, also played. More importantly, unlike his dad, he played for Chivas. Yeah, he, he was good. Well, Chicharo, Chicharo won. He won his title with Decos. His dad? Yeah. The one title that Tech was won, Chicharo was, was, was part of that team. Oh, 90, 1990. Was it 1991? Yeah, and Bucetich, if I'm not mistaken, was the coach. Was he not? Uh, Rey Mida. Yeah, there you go. No, but I think both both will be equally important, you know. And, and there's an interesting note that his grandfather had scored against... France at the World Cup, uh, and so did he. And then, yeah, and then when Chicharo played, he plays and he also scores against France. This time, Mexico beat beat the French. So, Do you think that good, this uh, that this yeah. addition to Mexico can beat this addition to France? Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless they get some type of hooker scandal, like the other one. 
You know, the underage right. hookers that they're flying around and they're, they're facing jail time. You guys suck, time. dude. You guys suck. Huh? Well, that, that's what happened last suck. time. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying you guys suck because, you know, there's been lesser teams that have gone farther than Mexico has. Yeah, Senegal. Dude, teams that have done it. Costa Rica recently. Costa Rica. Dude, and, and that's fine, but look at look at who Costa Rica played to do that. Yes, that's they, what I'm they, they, so, they did so really well. A lot of that I don't, I don't potential. That. But they played Greece. I have I have a friend that's had something to say about that. I mean, serious. But uh, no, look, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying the Mexicans can't do it. I'm just saying that you're right. They're they're there has to be circumstance and luck involved, and right now, this edition of Mexico <laughs> is no match for this edition of France or Germany or Argentina. They just—they're not equipped to hang with them. No, and, and, and also, we can't discount extra cancha. You know, some of these incidents that happen and end up affecting the club, and then the players aren't even; their minds are no longer in the tournament. You know, what the narcos need to start doing right now is try to <laughs> get some influence going on and that, getting some cool. of these come these get get some of these German players, South Korean players. What some scandal. That happened in Colombia, remember? In, in Colombia and, and the pressure was too much and that team was very talented Colombian team man. That one's you that one's heartbreaking, dude. When you hear oh, about yeah. that, that, that team, that, that's just heartbreaking. Especially the, after after the the lead up to it, uh, how they qualified. Uh, yeah, they were beating they Argentina. were favorites to win the cup. I mean, they were they were on top of the world. That, uh, yeah, that, that 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 definitely. I mean, if I were Colombian, that that team's always going to hunt. Yeah, and I you. think it was it was like these two time hoods. It wasn't even like the main. So they were putting pressure because they were doing all these bets. And they were putting pressure on some of the players, showing up to their families' homes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awful. I just, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Can't even imagine. No, but I, I, all I'm saying, and I actually talked about it earlier today, is that uh, the uh, you know there's Mexico can can hang with ninety nine percent of. Of, of the world's national teams, but there's there's just like a group of four or five where they just and it's no knock on Mexico. It's, it's just it's just you know. Yeah, I also think Mexico could beat any team, you know, that on any given Sunday scenario. But but their overall odds, especially against the top, the top five, you would say, usually not good. I think that that's what causes the divide because we've seen Mexico get some big wins or outplay some of these top teams, but on average, we're we're not that good, you know. Well, we're right where we think we should be, which is about between sixteen, sixteen <laughs> to twenty in the world, and you know, again, you know, there's as I said, but. For, for for folks to think that Mexico is going to consistently beat Spain or or, or Germany, you don't need or, to, you don't need to consistently beat them. You just need to, beat them, need to beat them once. And, and there's some good news if we if Mexico plays Brazil in the second round, Neymar might not be uh, 
available or, or at 100%. Well, he, he won't injured? be at 100%. Yeah, he got injured last week. He injured his ankle. He's going to be out for three months. So if you do oh, the math, wow. that's going to put him available uh, right at the beginning of that. June. Right, June. So, I mean, there, to me, there's, 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 no, there's, no, there's no reason to That's actually huge, tournament. actually. Personally, I think that's huge because he's, he's their leader. Yeah. You see that in number, number one, they lost him last year, last World Cup? Yep. They just... They their morality collapse. just yeah. yeah their morality went down yeah, that's why if I'm if like if I'm Osorio and and Mexico's playing them and it's the second round game and I'll put like this I'll put like maybe Marquez whatever player that you can afford to lose and then just hack them even if you get red carded <laughs> just just take him out you and then just just watch the Brazilians morality just fall down and you don't need to hack them man. you just need to thump them for break well, yeah, but still, just go, dale patadas, you know, go, Cobra Kai on him. Well, that's what, the uh, leg, Johnny, the was leg. trying to do, uh, tonight to Seattle Sounders, and it, uh, it didn't, uh, it didn't quite work out for them. They lost 4-0, which means, Joel, that Seattle and, 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 uh, Rodrigo both, you get the, you get the, have the opportunity to go to Seattle to watch your, your Chivas play. I'm I, actually, I, I smell road trip. I'm actually hoping for, uh, Chivas to beat Seattle and Red Bulls to beat uh, Tijuana so that Chivas can come to Jersey. Oh, there you go. See, Arrigo always thinking two steps ahead. Like, yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, Because uh, Seattle's a little expensive to, to fly to from New York. It's a cool town, though, dude. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But for a week. At least I... Yeah. That's the problem. Like I, I was thinking of going to Toronto for that Toronto Tigres game, but it's like on a Wednesday. Yeah, but Toronto is what like are there are there enough hour, hour and and out there in Seattle to to to, oh, to yeah. match the the, the 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 that little like little march to the stadium that they do? I think so. I was just thinking like right now when I was at the Red Bulls game, like it was like eighty five percent catrachos. I mean, I can only imagine if if Chivas makes it over here, it's going to be packed. With, with Mexicans. So I can imagine on the West Coast in Seattle. It would be the same way. Yeah, it'd be the same way. I don't know. I mean, I, I was there for a Seattle game. I didn't go to the actual game, but I just saw like the... It was, it was pretty impressive, the amount of people. Well, they had... I mean, with Chivas coming, I guarantee you Seattle will probably uh, make sure that the Chivas supporters are are smaller in number than they could be. So they should have... I mean, I mean... That really is an incredibly, an incredibly sexy matchup for uh, yeah. for Conca champions. Yeah, it's got it's, this. Yeah. That's the heart of the Seattle fan base. The creepy guy. And that, that guy, the the fight and win guy. Yeah, and, and it's a. I mean, it's a, the whole the whole stadium. Just that whole is, is in a great spot. It's a. It should it should be a lot of fun. And then if if uh, if Rodrigo uh, says if he. Uh, if Chivas and then Red Bulls win, then he gets to go that go back down to Jersey to to catch the uh, to catch yeah. Chivas play. I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm going to go catch the Red Bulls uh, Tijuana game in Jersey, uh, but obviously I'd be looking more forward to that to that Chivas. Can Red you take Bulls a train from uh, where you are down to down down to the stadium? Yeah, yeah. 
Is that what you do, or do you drive? No, I do. I just drive. Like today, I left from work and I just drove there. Uh, it's, it's too much of a, it's too much of a hassle. So I just it took me it took me about an hour with traffic uh, from my from my job to to the stadium. And your job was in Connecticut. Yeah. So you had to drive so, through New York to get to to Jersey. Okay. Yeah. And then I had to drive back around through like Staten Island and Brooklyn to get to the airport. Oh right, right, right. So were you on the Verrazano Narrows Bridge tonight? Yes, I went. I, I I came across in the GWB and then went back on the Verrazano. Now, do you have do you pay on the G, on the GWB to uh, to go to Jersey? You don't, you don't pay going into Jersey. You pay uh, when you leave Jersey. You know, it's the same. It's the same in, in 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 Philly. You don't have to pay to come in, but you got to pay to get out. Yep, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Yep. To go on the bridge. To go on the bridge. It's ridiculous. Man, so how much? A, how much money do they make a day on that thing? And then I, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of maintaining. Hundreds of thousands, and then, and then, uh, once you get into Jersey in the Turnpike, you got to pay. Well, I know that. Yeah, but a bit. But it's not twenty bucks. I mean, no, it's not twenty bucks. I mean, it's not even twenty yes. bucks if you go all the way down to Delaware. And then I mean, when I uh, when I moved back from Florida, I had like a little U-Haul, like a U- U-Haul truck, and that was like a hundred oh, bucks. Oh, because the other axle. Yeah, it was a hundred <laughs> bucks to cross the bridge. Oof, that's harsh. Well, that's Rigo, insane, dude. That should be illegal. Anyways, sorry. Oh, you know what? Uh, we do. We do before before we get Rigo's. Uh, Okay, we do. We do, we we have to talk. Uh, we have to talk uh, Johnny and, and and Santos and their and their and the amazing run that they've that they've been on. And uh, whisper whispers of the words of uh, the word Cardoso has been has been bantied about this week. Dan, what I've been throwing it out in, there. What is going on in Torreon? Well, he's. It's it's really unlikely that he's going to be able to keep it up. Uh, now, now, would you credit this, Dan, to the to the the de-chepification of, of of Santos? Hundred percent. The cloud is f- fully lifted, and now you get to see the, the full potential of the team grow and express themselves as best they can without the the, the shackles that Chepo brought. So, 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 so Chepo was like was like putting a governor on the accelerator. You're only going to go thirty, and and this and this new guy came in with the Allen wrench and took it off, and now, yeah, that's exact. That's a really good way to put it. Santos can use that lane in the, in the Jersey Turnpike. That's a, that that's that's trucks only, and then cars to to pass people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's harsh. <laughs> you know, we're just playing with you, right? We're just playing with you. I don't know about that, man. Yeah, no, no I'm, I, 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 I'm just joshing. I think uh, no, yeah. You have to give credit to the new guy, and then adding someone like Gallito, and and um, that's it right came. there, dude. I oh, think God, if, you if you're gonna point at something, I think that's huge. Yeah, I think and Gallito then there, bossing <laughs> midfield is because the back line was already solid. Yeah, and the front line's largely unchanged. I mean, yeah, Tavares is having, I mean, he's playing out of his mind, clearly, but. Yeah, I mean, and he's, he is going to steal the, the, the headline, but Gaito, I, I think, I mean, with him on the field, with him starting every week, 
I think we can win the championship. He is he's a, done he it is twice a little before. bulldog. He's a little bulldog. He just, he just, he just, he's relentless. He's like the Terminator. What's the, what's that speech that the guy gives? But he won't stop. He always comes. You know that that's that's the guy eats the last. And 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 seriously, I mean, for for strikers to score as many goals as they have for for for, for teams, they have to be able to get the ball, and they have to be able to get the ball. A lot, and then and that's what Gallito does for Santos is that he's given them, he's he's given their their defense cover, and then and then the, what what makes him so great is that the minute he dispossesses from the other team, he makes sure that they keep it. He's not just knocking it away and have a throw in. I mean, it happens sometimes, obviously, but but he dispossesses and keeps, and and, and that's what makes him so great. And, and the fact that he's not uh, even considered for national team duty because he's only. You know, four six or whatever it is. I'm kidding, obviously. Four six, but 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 I mean, seriously. I mean, if it's it's just very unfortunate. So we're going to have a Tronco playing DM because he could head the ball on set pieces. Pretty ridiculous. So so we so do you really think Janini's going to break? Uh, no, he's not going to get close. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think no. so. <laughs> well, he, no, no, he already no. broke one of the records. What's the record? I think it's 11 goals in nine games. So he's ahead of him by now. But, but Cardoso is did about 20-something. season, and then, and then about 30-something. That's the something. most he ever did, I think. 29 goals. 29, right? In a short season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's insane. Slacker. Man, that's... <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, like I just don't like. Yeah, he's on a crazy pace, but like I, I just that's a, that's hard to, to imagine that he's gonna just gonna continue. Yeah, it's because uh, it it just it it, it requires ridiculous. a whole lot of luck. He needs. So, yeah, I think if he can get, get to twenty, to 16, I think it'll be a miracle. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like if he can get it like above fifteen, that's a that's a hell of a season. I think he can get I, twenty. I, I could probably tell you guys. Well, we could get an idea. What, what games? What games yeah. are next? Are left? Does, does anyone have the list? I do. Necaxa, Monterrey, Puebla, Atlas, Querétaro, Pachuca, Pumas, and America. But, but and which ones are at home though? Uh, Santos, Querétaro. Pumas. They only, have, they only have three home games. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> but who knows, man? Who knows? Well, uh, we push it. Either way, though, I don't think it takes away from the extraordinary season he's having. The the, the and it's kind of cool because it, it it's falling in line with the with the rest of the team. So it's uh, he's getting his. The team's getting theirs. Um. I, I'm I'm surprised that I'm actually hearing people talk about the team as as potential contenders, so um, or actually being considered as real contenders. Uh, so I'm just enjoying the the bit of attention my team's getting. Well, I will say this about uh, about uh, Tavares and, and 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 the number and the number of goals he scored. There there are people that have won the goal scoring championship in uh, in the short season by only scoring ten goals. So, I think Chich was at eleven. I want to share with Herc. Yeah, exactly. 
So, and, and, and Chichet also did that in a very short period of time as well. He missed the last six weeks of the season, and he still ended up being the goal scoring champion. But, I mean, that, that's usually – he doesn't get, you know, more past, you know, 12, 13 goals at the most on average. So, so what, he, what he's done is amazing. It's obviously uh, helped uh, help Santos there in second place right now. And, uh, and they should be considered top. I mean, they're playing well. They have, they have a good team. They have good goalkeeping. They have a good midfield. They have obviously have good strikers. Their defense has gotten better. You know, it's uh, the uh, the deep chipification uh, has 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 worked out for them. I see his goal scoring sort of like uh, it's, it's not the same, but sort of like Thomas starts. A lot of things fell into place because of those early games. I think a lot of things are falling into place for him to get these goals. The Yaks actually had one more Tito's uh, Tapales. Shots, uh, shot, shots on, uh, in total. And Jennings, unfortunately, played one. But Jennings is capitalizing on that. You know, and Tavares has missed a lot of, op- of scoring chances, too. I mean, a lot of scoring chances, and easy ones. I'm not like saying like sitters, but I mean, he's had some opportunities to. To add to his tally, that we're very, uh, he, he can put himself in a very comfortable position to uh, to take a chance, and he uh, ended up not that. He has now, 20, but, 20 shots total. Nick has twenty one, and then the next person down is Castillo with thirteen. But those two guys are like way ahead of everybody. Shot is that shots on goal or, or just or just shots? Just shots in total. Shots on goal are fourteen Janini and uh, thirteen from Nick. So out of his 14 shots on goal, he scored on 11 of them. That's pretty good. Yes. Not bad. Not, not a bad, uh, not a bad tally there. Now, before we go, we should probably, uh, and I want to get some, get some predictions. Get some predictions. I know that Joel, uh, I, I, I could hear it in his voice. I just, I just, I just want to see if I'm right. So Joel, I want to let you go first. Is, uh, is, is Chivas going to, uh, are they, are they going to get off the Schneid and, and finally win at home? In, 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 in the tournament and do it against their arch rivals. Yeah, I'm going to stick by my old prediction. Which is what? It was a loss. A loss. Yeah, but I, I think they could pull the tie, but I'm sticking with the loss. So, so Joel says loss. Uh, Chiquis, America, Chivas, win, lose, or draw. What's going to happen? Well, my uh, my heart says something, and since Joel uh, has been bragging about his guru uh, predictions, uh, go along with my heart. I'm gonna say uh, America wins. Joel Joel has been right 61 percent of the time so far this year. So it's it's <laughs> we might want to take him to Vegas, you know. So you just have to know wait, 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 which six is he gonna get right. That's that's what you put the money on. No, Joel actually, I, I think if we, if we go back to the tape, I bet you that his. Uh, out of his ten predictions, I bet you he's probably nailed about eight of them. So he's, he's done. He's done very well. He's done very well with his Chivas predictions. Dan, not that you care, but if but if but if, if 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 you were you know not doing anything else on Sunday and you just happened to turn on the TV and watch, what uh, what's going to happen? Who wins? Who loses? Is there a draw? Um, I'm predicting a Chivas victory.
Wow. I've seen a, I've seen a, a little bit of a hiccup in, in, in America. I think, uh, Chivas is due. And, and I think this midweek game, uh, kind of may have given them a little bit of a, comp, little, a little bit of a boost. Um, yeah, I think they're going to pull it off. They're going to pull off the, the upset. So could it be, Dan, like that Seinfeld episode where, where, where George was having problems? And he remembered the, uh, or, or, or he eats the uh, the mango that, uh, that 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 Kramer buys at the produce place, and like he suddenly gets <laughs> stimulated, right? And 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 he runs out. Did did Chivas eat the mango midweek? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So are we going to have to start next week's show, Dan, with with uh, with uh, with our our, our our Lady Aguila? With Primero our... que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. <laughs> wow. We'll have to wait. That's my prediction. You know, I'm 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 actually kind of kind of. Uh, I'm gonna to have to agree with you, uh, Dan. I think I think I think Chivas is gonna win. I think that they that they that they got off the Schneid, and I think that it's gonna I think that they, it's gonna save Almeida's season. Uh, I don't think they'll make the Liguilla, but I think that they'll at least make it respectable. That they're gonna to continue to do on the Coca Champions, but I think that they do they they do they do get the big win. I think that they 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 win in uh, in Guadalajara, and of course the man who will be in the stadium with his. With his unbiased reporter hat on, as always. Well, will now give us his unbiased reporter opinion as to what is going to happen. I happen to be undefeated when I am in Estadio Akron. She uh, was has not lost when I am in attendance, so I am going to have to go with a Chivas victory. And I think they win two one. I don't think they go with a with a clean sheet, but I think we win two one. So, based on the on, on 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 the scientific evidence of you being in the stadium, correct. Uh, now, had had my dad come with me, we would he probably would have lost because he's has never seen them win. Whenever he's there, whenever he's there, they always lose. So that. Uh, Again, puts that, the the odds in Chivas' favor. So then Almeida would say when when he pleads to you, he says, "Rigo, vente Guadalajara, pero por favor deja tu papi, por favor que no venga el papi." Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I actually invited him, but he was like, "No, for what? They always lose when I'm there." So I was like, "You know what? You're right. Stay home." It's 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 probably best for the both of you if you if, yeah. if, if you stay here, pop. <laughs> All right. No. So 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 what? So so the, the the reporter in you says Chivas wins. What about what about the Chivas fan? In you? Chivas fan in me. It's, it, I say a win or a draw, win or a draw. If 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 I wasn't at the stadium, maybe maybe a draw. So you're you are the so you're when you're the intangible then so when Almeida comes out for his press call says primero que nada le voy a dar las gracias a arriba yala por estar en el estadio nos dijo que que Chivas that sounds like la golpe I'll, I'll be there I'll, I'll be there at the press conference and I'm gonna I'll remind him okay 
Well, you made a, all you have to do is see your face. I'm sure that'll be a yeah. reminder enough. Exactly. That'll be a reminder enough. So the, the I, I don't know how to do uh, how to do a uh, 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 So I, I just have to. I just do it the the, the, the lazy way. The, the, the lazy Argentine. Rigo. So. We just do just do la volpe. Pero pero si mira el boludo ahí estaba. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, all right. guys, I'm, uh, I'm on board now. Well, we'll hop on that plane. We'll again, give us a full report next week. Have, have a safe trip. Enjoy it. Eat at right, least three you. tortas ahogadas. At least three. A minimum of three. Minimum 20 tacos. At, at least. At least, yeah. And have a lot of uh, frescasitas y espumosas for us. Will do, guys. I'll send all you right. guys pics. El Rigoberto Ayala joining us from... One of the three New York City metropolitan airports at an undisclosed location uh, about the border fight. Thank you very much, Rigo. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Good night. So there you have it, uh, Rigoberto Ayala saying he's uh, then that, that, that he is the reason why Chivas will win because he will be personally in the stadium. So we'll, uh, we will have to uh, either 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 sing his praise uh, next week or, uh, or or realize that that he, like his dad, is now cursed. So one of those two things will happen. Chickies, thanks very much for joining us again this evening and setting everything up technically as you almost always do. Yeah, man, it was fun. I just want to mention the Cibao, the stadium there. Yes. I noticed uh, on one end, there's a, there's a huge tree where people were like climbing on watching the game. I think that was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good, good, good uh, show, guys. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, Joel Aceves uh, joins us as he does every week. Thank you very much, Joel, for, for hopping on and giving us your your unbiased Chivas opinions. Yeah. Always. Thank you, John. Glad to be on. And Daniel Pesado was, was, was out sick last week, but he came back like a champ and, of course, uh, beaming that his, his Santos are, are playing as well as they are. Dan, thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk Pleasure to you. Pleasure as always. And I want to say thank you to our listeners uh, for coming on and listening to this here live on YouTube every Thursday night, as we do on the Cantina Mekis podcast channel. And of course, you can listen to this and other editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast from the podcast center on iTunes, as well as Google Play. And uh, give us a follow on the Twitter at Cantina Mekis underscore pod. And of course, follow, uh, like our page on the Facebook, which uh You'll get a lot of good information and videos, et cetera, from that. My name is John Jagu. Thank you guys very much for joining us. For uh, Rigoberto Ayala and Joel Aceves, Albert Campa, and Daniel Presado, this is John Jagu saying good night. We will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>